0: Hello everyone and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. This is Deb McBride and I welcome you to this final January Sunday. Okay, this is the last Sunday in January and we are now going into the month of February if you can believe it. So here we are on Sunday, January 29th in the year 2023. January so long and thank you because February starts on Wednesday and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica on this last January Sunday and I am outside on my patio and you can hear dogs barking in the distance. Well I can, I don't know if you can. And here we are and here we are and so there is nothing going direct There is nothing going retrograde. There are no planets shifting directions till April 21st. And we don't have to think about those. So now our focus is on how the planets are speaking to one another and who is changing signs. And there's going to be a lot of that in these next months. But more importantly, it's right now, it's about how the planets are speaking to one another. And so here we are. And the sun, the sun is talking to Mars. And I mentioned this last week, that the sun would be speaking to Mars in a very nice way. Now, this is a time to be confident. This is a time to be um, starting to get your energy back and move forward, starting to feel like you are accomplishing things and you have forward movement. And Mars is still, you know, until further notice, Mars is in Gemini (laughs) until March, the end of March. Until further notice. So we'll talk about that when it goes into cancer. The sun is still in Aquarius because this is the time of year when we have Aquarius. And, um, so this is, you know, a very nice, smooth aspect and we can start to kind of come out of where we've been. Now, that is not to say (laughs) that Mars has done a lot of movement. It hasn't. Um, you know, since going direct on January 12th, Mars is still not moving a whole lot. And Mercury, even though it went direct a week later, it's definitely moved more in its transit because Mercury just generally is a faster planet. So Mars is only at nine degrees. And remember, it went direct at eight degrees. And we are still experiencing a very slow Mars. So how do we use this energy? We use it to be aware of our internal physical energy because Mars is a very physical planet. And we use it to like to gauge what we're capable of in these next days and weeks. I've had people coming to me telling me how they're tired. And that's very reasonable. You know, we're all still a little wobbly, a little exhausted, a little um, a still overcoming last year. And we have some things moving you know, forward, like Saturn is getting ready to leave Aquarius. And so we're winding things down. There are still things that we're winding down. We are in a new year. It is a happy new year. We are moving forward now. But we still have the, we don't have the gusto, the energy that we normally would have with Mars, like flying through the Zodiac. It's moving slowly. It's like when you first get out of bed in the morning and you're just moving a little slow and then as you gradually get into your day, maybe you've got to go for a run or you go for a power walk or you get your coffee or you go for your power walk and get your coffee (laughs) or whatever. It should be, you know, if you, you wouldn't fly out of bed and start flying around, right? Now, some people do but, or maybe they have to chase their little ones around or something, but they take the dog for a walk and the dog wants to go for a run. You know, this is something where you have to gauge your energy. And this is very important to gauge our energy and just be with it and just be a little more aware of how we use our energy and our boundaries you know, boundaries are everything. Boundaries really are, (laughs) energy is really everything, but boundaries are really about where we let our energy out and where we keep our energy in and where it's leaking and where it's not leaking. So they go hand in hand, boundaries and energy. And it's important to remember that your energy and your time is spent on other stuff when it's supposed to be spent on you and your family and your immediacy and what you need. And we don't want the energy leaks to get to the point where we're sapped. And so this is a good time to be aware of those things, to be very aware of those things. And, you know, Gemini is mental energy. So we have to be careful how we use our mental energy and what we are allowing in and out of our brain. If we are... Acutely aware that something is eating at us, then we got to sit down and work it out and be present with it and let it go. Because when things take up space in our brains, mental energy space in our brains, we need to be certain that it's with good reason, that it needs to be there, that we work through it, that we let it go when we need to. Because anything that is there and shouldn't be is living there rent free. <laughs> so you wouldn't have that in your house, so why should you have it in your brain? So anything in your head that is not productive should really just be put on the side. And this is how we start to like look in the corners of our life. What are you thinking of when you scramble your eggs in the morning? When you make your coffee in the morning? Is it oh, it's a beautiful day and I can't wait to step outside and oh, I'm so grateful I have this appointment today because it's going to be great to see so-and-so and and or is it you know do you want that you don't (laughs) you don't want that chatter that chatter that's going on that's going on without your permission so and this is one of the reasons we meditate. You know, last week I was talking about how we do it to raise our consciousness. Yes, anything that is in our brain, Mars and Gemini, that's taking up active energy is exhausting. Okay, so we want to step away from that and be very aware without being neurotic of the how we're using our thoughts. Thoughts carry frequency energy is everything energy is thoughts thoughts carry energy we don't want to be you know if you're in a frazzled state when you're starting your day coming back from that is not easy so with mars and gemini it's asking us to take those baby steps out of bed in the morning and gently slowly gracefully meet the day and i always love to meet my day gracefully i don't like turn my phone on right away I try to just have that space in the morning. I say good morning to my garden. I thank my soul for giving me another 24 hours. Um, I gently, gracefully want to meet the day. So I gradually, slowly get into my day. This is how you maintain your energy and your boundaries. That's the way you've got to start your day. It, your day, it sets the tone, And so, why I'm talking about this is because Mars and Gemini can be a little frazzled. Our thoughts can be in 10 directions. Gemini is a mutable sign. Things are in, you know, Geminis are known for their dexterity and their versatility. They are the original multitaskers. They've got the right hand doing one thing, the left hand doing something else. And so, these are, you know, these are the days when we put the phone on our shoulder and crick our neck while we're like, making the coffee or fixing the dinner or something. This is, this is how everybody's neck hurts. (laughs) So put the phone down, tend to your matters, and then deal with things later. And, you know, I always say things like, remember the days when we had to take things one at a time. We didn't have all of this media in our face and these notes and these, everything's just gotten more and more fast. And that's a Gemini thing too, although technology belongs to Uranus and Aquarius and stuff. But it is something that we need to pay attention to. Our mental energy right now is very important to preserve, to use in moderation, to step forward gently and to just find deep peace in our day and not let our brains take over you ever see someone walking down the street and their body is ahead of their feet that's like what's going on so we need to just make sure that we are in sync in alignment and not allowing our brains to carry us through the day and we let we are in our bodies and we let our bodies move us forward and we thank our bodies for doing that Tomorrow, Monday, is a very important day for us to pay attention to these things because the moon is going into Gemini 3.35 a.m. Eastern Time, and it will connect with Mars later in the day, um, 11.30 at night Eastern Time. But that means the moon is approaching Mars. And that means it's revving up. It's revving up to get near that Mars. And so there's more Gemini energy. So tomorrow is a really good day to maintain stability, balance, peace, gracefulness. Okay? So Monday's the day to just try to find that balance. Find that quiet. Find the peace. Not not jump out of bed and get things moving in a crazy fashion. Not you want to be maintaining your composure. Okay, that's really important. You know, the moon will be in Gemini the next couple days, but tomorrow it's going to hit Mars. Okay, and that's something that we really want to pay attention to, because that means it's going to rev up, it's just going to turn the juice up on the Mars that's already slow. All right, so this is something we really do want to pay attention to. But jumping ahead a bit, The other things that are happening this week is, um, and the important things, is that we are having a full moon next Sunday. So when we come back to this podcast next Sunday, um, we will be having a full moon. And this is, of course, we had the new moon last weekend. We have no moon activity like full or new this weekend. And then next weekend we have the full moon. The full moon will be in Leo, of course, because the sun is in Aquarius. So it's always opposite. So this full moon will occur at 1:29 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday the 5th, the 5th of February. And this means that 16 degrees of Leo is going to plug into Aquarius 16 degrees. And also the other fixed signs, Taurus and Scorpio. And what do we know is sitting in Taurus at about that point, Uranus. So Uranus has moved forward, thankfully. And Uranus is very much alive and kicking. It hasn't moved very much at all. So Uranus is the other thing that's still moving slowly. Slowed down, crawled backwards, stopped. Moved forward last week, and it's crawling forward. It's only moved a infinitesimal amount. But the sun and the moon will oppose next weekend, and Uranus will be in the middle of them. That's fun, huh? That is something that is going to be... Uh, it's more of the same. So last week, remember what I said? The new moon was in Aquarius, and its ruling planet was Uranus, and it was going forward. Now, we like when planets go forward. That's good. But it was all systems go you know it was really a big jump forward because uranus ruled the aquarian new moon now we've got a full moon and of course it's not all aquarius you know the moon is going to be in leo but uranus is involved because it's in taurus and it's sitting in the center so imagine you make a t draw a t And on the paper, draw a T, the letter T, and on one end of the top of the T is the moon, on the other end is the sun, and that stick, that long stick, that the base of the T, that is Uranus. So Uranus is, it's like the seesaw, right? Uranus is in the middle. And so we are experiencing another Uranian lunation. Last week, we had Uranus involved with the new moon, Next week, we're having it involved with the full moon. So I expect this to not be as cozy as last week because full moons are oppositions. And so they are naturally opposing factors freedom and independence versus affection and closeness. That's Leo, Aquarius. Okay, Aquarius and Leo. And then Uranus is more of the Aquarian vibe. So I can see that we might get surprised. We might find something a little out of the ordinary, and it is the counterpart to last week's new moon. There's always that new moon, full moon counterpart. Now in the Chinese lunar cycle, this is the end of the lunar new year. So this is the end. The Chinese new year begins with the full, the the new moon, and then it be, ends with the full moon. So it goes the two weeks. And when I used to go to the city in Chinatown, um, in downtown Manhattan, there would be days in between that you'd still see the dragon marching around. They'd still be doing the ritual with the dragon and the drumming and all, and it would stop in front of restaurants and bless the restaurant as it danced, it, the, you know, the Chinese dance, the traditional dance of the Lunar New Year. So it was doing this up until that full moon. So we're still in this Lunar New Year package, shall we say. And so the end of it is next Sunday when we have the full moon. So that's exciting, you know, and it is exciting. It's excitable energy. And so there's if you had questions or intentions or anything, you may get your answers at this full moon. Full moons bring the cycle to completion. And we were all setting intentions last week. That doesn't mean the intentions are over, but we might get some answers as to how to fulfill those intentions, how to move forward with those intentions. Information given to us that is surprising or unusual or taking us down the path. Now, remember, you're setting intention, you're asking the universe to help you, and you're telling the universe, This is what I want. Sometimes the path is not straight, it's bumpy and curvaceous and unusual, and that's what Uranus's factor is in this. Uranus can bring us a very unusual path that we're moving through as we complete these cycles and as we set our intentions so setting intention is good but you're telling the universe this is what you want you have to be a little specific when you do that because you don't want anyone to be hurt you don't want anyone to fall on their face you don't want to be like broke in the process you want you want to make the best use of your energy and step forward in the best way possible um last week we had our little ritual outside we um my friend Monica brought us each a little bag of um, charms and things that were for the Chinese New Year. And we had the little rabbit red envelope, you know, the red envelope is when you uh, give a gift or something on the Chinese New Year. And um, if someone does your feng shui, you have a feng shui practitioner, they give you the red envelope and you put their, their check or their payment in the red envelope and you hand it to them. And that exchange, it's the exchange of energy. So it's always about this everything's energy. How many times can I say this? Um, But the experience of that. So now we're looking at a different exchange of energy with Uranus bringing itself right in the center of this full moon. And it's exciting. So we can't dread this, but expect things to get a little unusual. Now, I also advise people when there is this kind of energy, Uranus getting involved with the full moon, Two, mind your emotions. Pay attention to them. Moons in Leo. There, there's something about the moon in Leo that's like, well, you know, if I don't get my way, I'm going to sit in the corner and pout, you know, and you have to trust the universe on this and you have to mind your emotions. It's still full moons. This is, you know, traditionally, what did you hear? Oh, the traffic is crazy. It's a full moon. Everybody's nuts right now. Oh, my cat is going nuts. It's a full moon. The energy is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. All that happens. The tides are higher because of the moon. Right. So now we've got an extra vault of electricity ramping up the full moon next weekend. And so we want to be aware of that and stay calm. And if you wake up jazzed or anxious or something, keep the caffeine content low, okay? And just move through your day with ease grace and flow remember gracefully meeting the day don't again fly out of bed and get crazy now this is all you know nothing happens in a vacuum especially in astrology you know just because mars is in gemini and getting heated up by the moon tomorrow there's more energy coming as we get to that full moon you're not you're not separate this is all not separate energy. These are one flows into the other. So we want to maintain our emotions, mind our energy, stay focused and grounded as we move through this week. Okay. And as we get to next weekend and you know, it's all we can do to just manage this. Now, if the Uranus is in between the sun and the moon. That means at some point they're each going to square Uranus. The first component of that full moon is going to start happening on Friday the third when the sun squares Uranus at like almost 10 p.m. Eastern time, right? So the sun squaring Uranus and it's in its own, sun's in Aquarius, squaring the planet that rules Aquarius. This is, you're going to start feeling that full moon on Friday, okay? So if you're jazzed on Friday, don't be surprised. Do the things that you love to do that calm you down, whether it's get a massage, go for a walk, have a hot bath, something that's going to soothe your spirit and your jangled nerves. This is this is all happening this week, you know, this is, there's a lot of jangled energy this week. So we want to just be aware of it. And that's our job is to have high awareness so that, you know, we don't fly off the handle, especially Friday, because that's going to set the tone for the full moon. So the sun squares Uranus, and that's the first component of this full moon. Then as we get closer to the full moon itself, Next Sunday, the moon is going to do that square. So they are absolutely in square to the the Uranus, but they will oppose after. So Uranus comes first. Uranus is earlier than the moon. So they're going to hit that Uranus, hit that Uranus the sun on Friday, the moon on Sunday, and then they're going to oppose each other. So the sun is going to visit Uranus on Friday and have information from Uranus. And then the moon is going to get some information from Uranus. And then the two of them are going to talk to each other later on Sunday. And they're going to have a conversation that involves what they learned from Uranus. Pay attention, pay attention. Okay. So they are, they it's, you know, it's high energy. We've got some high energies this week. We want to glide through this with, you know, consciousness, okay, with awareness. So that's what you need to remember more than anything is that there's high energy this week. It's like high tides and you wouldn't go surfing on a crazy high tide, right? So you wouldn't go swimming when the tide is crazy and there's rip currents, right? We get a lot of those here in Costa Rica. And so be careful of the rip currents this week. We want, to, we want to watch those rip currents, okay? And I bet the the full moon will bring some crazy tides physically on the Earth as well. I'm sure there's going to be some wild tide somewhere, okay? So be, be aware of that. Um, on Saturday the 4th, in between all of this energy, is going to be Venus and Mars squaring each other. Now, Venus is in the sign of Pisces, and Mars, as we know, until further notice, is in Gemini. And so Venus and Mars are the feminine and the masculine. And the feminine and the masculine are always polarities. And this time they're in a polarity of a challenge to one another. So we want to be very aware of how we're asserting ourselves, how we are embracing the empathic side instead of the demanding side. Mars and Gemini is not patient. Not it gets frustrated it gets angry venus and pisces is extraordinarily patient she's empathic she's sensitive i talked about all of this last week she likes to be in pisces she loves that flow of energy it's such divine feminine energy for her but when she you know challenges and she's the one challenging because she's the faster moving planet challenges in impatient mars Then things get a little topsy-turvy. So if you are with your romantic partner, I suggest that you mind the polarities, that you step forward when you need to and not be demanding. If you are in a situation with someone in your family, same thing. Watch your energies. Just have empathy. If someone in your life is impatient and they're frustrated, have empathy. And that's the best way to use that energy. Have empathy for yourself, for the part of you that has said to yourself, all right, I've done this long enough. I'm done. You know, because for the last eight months, six months, you've been navigating an automobile, a vehicle that doesn't want to go forward. Okay. That's slow. That's, and if you're just, you've just had it, you've just had it. You have to find empathy for yourself in that. So again, um, I think this is a week of, you know, high energy, low energy, maintaining the balance between empathy and sensitivity and being aware versus running with your feet behind you in the, the top part of your body ahead of you. Okay, you really want to mind that energy. You want to be aware of where you can give yourself some more compassion, where you can give yourself a little room, a little space, where you can say to yourself, you know what, it's okay. I don't have to get this done immediately now. And there is an impatience in the air. There is an impatience. It's because we've been waiting so long, all these months since the end of October, for for our psyche and our energy levels to return to normal and they're not quite there yet okay because maybe there's a piece of us that needs to get unlocked that's going to let this all flow as we live life and we listen to people and someone says something to you and it's like they awaken something in you and you're open and that piece might be what you've been waiting for all these months we, we've just had it with this Mars energy. We want to move forward and we want to go. And something just keeps saying it's not the right time yet. And take your time and everything in moderation. It's been complicated. It's been complicated. So this week it's about balancing patience with yourself, empathy for yourself, compassion for yourself and others. And not sitting there with your hand tapping on the table don't do this to yourself or anybody else because you know what if you're doing this to someone else you're really doing it to yourself it's always that way the person you're really impatient or frustrated or angry with is you always everybody else is just a projection and so we mind that we get aware of that we stay focused and close to that and just know when it's time to have compassion Meanwhile, our friend Mercury is still in his shadow, meaning that he is still in the place that he's tread over twice before because he was retrograde. He's not going to get out of a shadow this week. He'll get out of a shadow of the middle of next week. So we still have some things left over from earlier in this month that we are contending with. Some things that we need to review, some thoughts and patterns that we need to be aware of. So again again, we are still working through stuff, okay? And we're to be patient with ourselves. It doesn't mean it's not Happy New Year. It doesn't mean it's not a new year. It's a new year, for sure. But we're just, we're just sort of tidying things up and getting ourselves moving again. You know, this has been a slow beginning. And it's not to be rushed. And I believe that That's really a big message this week is just to not rush ourselves, you know, and not to be impatient. You know, Mercury is the ruler of Gemini and Mars is there. And so they've just been, I feel like when I talk about them, they're just sort of getting their act together, you know, and that's what these weeks have been about. Just sort of getting ready to move forward, slowly moving forward. I think last year was exhausting. I think it was exhausting for a lot of people. I think it was exhausting. The last three months were exhausting. And I think that we are all just sort of coming down from that. And we are refocusing our energy into this new year. I think that there's a lot that's happened. And a lot, look, I'm not going to lie. You know, (laughs) I think people expected different stuff around post-pandemic life. And I think people have had to readjust themselves to post-pandemic life. And I think we're all still feeling it. I think that's part of this. And so it's, I'm not making excuses for things being slower, I just don't see everybody jumping on the bandwagon right now. I feel, yes, we've moved forward. Yes, it is a new year. Yes, we are going forward now. But we are still figuring out what post-pandemic life looks like. You're going to say, Deb, that started three years ago. Yeah, well, it was a, a collective trauma. Remember that. And when traumas happen, we have to heal them. And so that's, that's where we've been. I think maybe once Jupiter passes Chiron, as we get more into the year, like March, I think when Jupiter passes Chiron, we're going to have a lot better sense of things, um, as far as post pandemic life and what it means to heal. So it's important to just take care of yourself and stay aware. The moon is not going to stay in Gemini all week, as you know. It'll be in Gemini until uh, Wednesday, and then it's going to go into the sign of Cancer, um, and that's going to be the moon's favorite place. And so that's when it's time to use your energy with family, with um, home, projects with anything that is nurturing and giving you some space to take care again nurture. And then it'll move into Leo on Saturday the 4th at 3:48 a.m. Eastern time. And then it'll be getting ready to make the full moon contact. So, you know, the moon's been in Taurus all weekend, which has been lovely. I, I really feel like from Friday, late Friday afternoon, and it's still in Taurus now, that's been a very smooth, lovely, domestic, calming, I feel like this weekend has been relatively calming. And I think it's been restorative in many ways. The moon likes to be in Taurus. It's it's very, it's exalted there. It's very restorative there. And so, I think it's been good for people. I feel the quietness and the just, the just living life. And it has felt like a normal weekend to me as opposed to all this heavy energy moving forward dynamics 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 I think that there were some dynamics this weekend but not anywhere near like the last three last weekend we had uranus going direct right and then there was you know before that like a few days before we had mercury going direct right so there was like mercury and uranus and then there was mars before that and it's just it's just too much too much for the nervous system. So this has been a nice, a nice cozy little moon and Taurus cozy weekend where you get to eat your favorite comfort foods. And I hope you did that. And that's about it for the week ahead. And remember to be aware of the rip currents, allow yourself time to process because we're all still processing and allow yourself time to Be connected to self and balance and have empathy for self and compassion, okay? So don't rush. And if the energy is impatient and rushing, take a step back and breathe and then let yourself go forward. But there's there's a little there's a little rip current going on. So I think that as we go into the new week, we have to be aware of that. So be balanced, be focused, be grounded, and be grateful. And I'm grateful for all of you. So thank you for listening. And on to the week ahead. Have a beautiful week.